Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Today's episode of the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. You know, you need energy efficiency when you're hosting a podcast, especially when it's a wine pod with Bo Rude. But you also need energy efficiency if you want the most out of your windows and doors. And if you look at Pella's website, how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors by Pella won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. Big time stuff. For more information on how Pella can make your home more comfortable and energy efficient, check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good pals at Runza. You know, on the Runza menu, you got the reliable, amazing things like, you know, a good old-fashioned cheeseburger. You got the cheese Runza. For me, something even like the Southwest chicken salad. But if you're looking to switch things up, I got three words for you. French onion burger. Oh, yeah. French onion dip, grilled onion, Swiss cheese. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you got the Swiss cheese. It's the perfect complement to the homemade French onion dip. To top it all off, you got grilled onions. Absolutely delicious. Switch things up. Get out to Runza today and try the French onion burger. And just remember that Runza makes it all better. Okay, so we got an emergency wine pod for you. Uh, me and uh, former Husker linebacker, former All-Big 12 linebacker, and my best friend. We crush a bottle of wine as we do in these wine pods. And, you know, we try to make sense of the sudden retirement of Nebraska Athletic Director Bill Moose. Certainly a lot to unpack with this, a lot of speculation. Uh, certainly not a lot of people saw this coming a few days ago or a few weeks ago. So uh, let's get to it. Here is yours truly, Bo Rude, Wine Pod, talking about Bill Moose's retirement. Enjoy. All right, here we go. Emergency wine pod. Not really. We were planning on doing a wine pod. Bo Root is here. We were going to talk about God knows what, and then all of a sudden, the sun came up this morning, and Bill Moose has announced that uh, he is suddenly retiring. Um, we're recording this about 6 o'clock on Friday night. Um, I didn't think we'd be talking about this today. No, this is new. This is, uh, this is surprising. <laughs> this is shocking. Right. Um, you and I don't do this well. We don't do, like... I feel like people, what people want is for us to turn on the mic and be like, and like come with super hot takes and con- conspiracy bill to come out and like, <laughs> I, I don't know if we, if we're gonna do that for everyone. But this just in, <laughs> you know, we don't have like I talked to someone last night that told me we t- if you think I think we usually try to temper our. You freak know, outedness, freak out, uh, over exaggerate the potential, right. We usually try to come with, until we hear it, let's not go to the bad place. I just, like, outside of maybe a few things with, like, Creighton basketball, where I don't overtly try to be plugged in and know things. I just do because I'm just, I've been around the freaking program for almost two decades. Like, I'm one of those guys that kind of has, I want to know things, but sometimes I have zero interest in getting too too much inside information or trying to dig too much yeah you're trying know, to get like, the get getting the juicy stuff like you you want it all out right so 
this is one of those moments where you hear about Bill Moose retiring. Can it be done there? Can we just be like, yep, and he's gone. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> but it's like, no, there's like somebody. It's like, go get the scavenger. And some well, guy comes in and he's like, you know. He's, yeah, he's got to dig. He's got to figure it out. I will say, though, along those lines, like, this is, it's it's amazing how, like, the drama, like, it's amazing how the, the the dysfunction and drama just like feels like it's like Nebraska can't escape it. We what love is it. That? No, here it is. You think it's us? It's You're us. Nick. us. The problem is no us. Way. So here's what happens, right? So <sighs> Nebraska football is our end all be all. It's our, it's our only major sport. It's right. our pro. It's our it's our college. It's everything to us, right? Right. So any story that has a glimmer of drama. The drama hounds come out like yeah. they're like, yes, here we go. Let's <laughs> find the drama. And so this is one of those where it's like, if somebody says they're retiring, yeah, it's like you normally you'd be like, any other, it's like, oh, the banker retired. Okay, who cares? Right. But this is Nebraska football. A guy retires. Is there more to it? But here's the thing. But that's the thing is like a part of this is like, what is there's something about this. And this has come from two guys that don't necessarily want to find the drama, but there is something about this that you kind of go, well, what is there more to the story? You know, like the timing is odd. We are, we've been discussing shaking our heads at this now for 30 minutes. Going, what? Hey, what, I have a question. Yeah. Yes, sir. You ready for me to just, uh, embar- yeah. Nick Baugh with the, uh, yes. with the Nebraska press down first. Yeah, yes. Real quick. Uh, this is like a Michael Scott question. Are you ready for me? I mean, I might have to take this out of the pocket. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Why, and I hope you know this, I think you will because you're more like in touch with like the stock market and all this stuff. Why does the fiscal year and just the calendar year have to be different? Um, like when I hear about that, I'm like, we're going to be in third corner of the fiscal year. <laughs> like, I'm like, well, what are you talking about, dog? Is that like summer? What time? What? Like, That's a great question. Who decided who to go away from the calendar year? Because whoever that person was. I hate that person. Everybody it, talks about like I've re- I even heard like their shows I liked. I'm like you know Stranger Things could come out in quarter two of 2020. I'm like quarter two. Wait. Okay. So so this is where because you know people have budget years that are like you know like our budget year starts in July, right? That happens. Right. And I always Why? wondered who was the who first to make that decision. Okay. So this is where like somebody that one of our listeners will be an accountant and they'll they explain will it? they will explain. So they'll be like. Well, actually, in 1922, because farmers actually harvest in the summer, it became imperative to start that fiscal year. You know, it's like, what is it? I just, I've never, for for the better part of my adult life, I have I skated my way through just like, just don't say anything. Don't act confused. Should I confess to that I don't? Do I you, don't I know. Hoping, Nick, like, I don't. Why is it not all calendar? Because I've heard that about times. Like, Why is it not know, with the calendar? Part of the reason Bill Moose may have retired was it's the end of the fiscal year. But why? I, what why is that? Why would it go away from the calendar? Somebody explain this to that. us. I don't understand that. Why can't we just say, like, the year is just the regular calendar year? We don't need other calendar. We don't need a fiscal. Some of the word fiscal that feels like, I do feel like I have to become Charles Barrington III and talk about the fiscal year. The fiscal year. Okay. <laughs> Taxes. By the way, we are drinking wine, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> this, this is, is a, my favorite wine in the world so far. This might explain that our fiscal <laughs> policy, our fiscal... 
Are we as dumb as we probably are going to come I don't know. We've already well, had your two and a half glasses in. I'm behind you because our wives are upstairs and they're holding your newborn baby. We had some wine before we turned the mics on. And I didn't think I'd confess that I don't understand the fiscal year, but, but that's how we're going to start this. Who how many it? out of the, the 300 million Americans? How many people understand it? How many understand why? Not that they don't understand that there is. Right. I understand why? it exists. Why? Which, I, until today, I don't think I knew that the – did you know that the fiscal year ends in – on like so the, the new fiscal year starts July 1st? Is that right? I, I, I think each business has their own. Oh, there, oh there's not one unilateral yes. like – like so, some people can be in a oh, different. Yes. So at athletics, well, that mm, okay. So hold on, maybe that makes sense for athletics because of this is the last like college baseball yeah. is crowning their national champ. Yeah. In June, that now this may make sense. Yes, but I, I know. So each, of, okay, so yeah. what I didn't know is there are multiple like. Different industries have different fiscal calendars. Yes, I believe you. And that's where I might be wrong. And I have drinking a lot of wine, so I'm getting. We're six minutes presumptuous. in. We're seven. Minutes I in. think you can choose whatever your quote unquote fiscal year is if you want. Like if you want to start in March, I thought that's like okay. I get, yeah. I mean, you might be. I just. I, I guess what I'm telling you is, anytime the topic of fiscal year has come up, I have basically like tried to just blend into the crowd that's the way and, to go that's right. how you do it they'll <laughs> never know if you just blend well they'll never know that you don't, don't know shut your mouth don't say anything don't bring any attention to yourself like just slowly if you got to go to the bathroom now's the time don't blow it nick fiscal year huh yeah that's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Got started sometime, oh, right? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. I mean, seriously, if I went on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and they were like, "All right, yeah, run hundred dollar question. Here we go. What is a fiscal year?" I'd be like, "I need to pull the audience, phone a friend, and fifty-fifty oh, this thing." Okay, uh, there will be an accountant listener. I need some, ex but I will say, it the fact that there are different fiscal years, it makes sense for college athletics for the fiscal year to be done at the end of June because you're all like this year's athletics. I just go off of like what I heard about daylight savings. It's all about the farmers. It's the all farmers. goes back to the farmers. Is it the harvest and farmers? It's, it's all, all goes back to the farmers. You need to change the time for the farmers. So that's it. Bill Moose has retired on the fiscal year. Appreciate you downloading the pod. And that's I think it's pretty, makes a lot of sense now. It's about the fiscal ah, year. But time out though. I want to push back. Like, I understand what you're saying that like, yes, when Nebraska is the main thing in the, in our neck of the woods, we're going to, everything's a bigger deal, right? Yeah. But it does kind of feel like, outside of a few years, maybe, maybe two thousand eight to two thousand two thousand eight ish to two thousand maybe eleven, with Tom Osborne and Bo Pelini. But even that got kind of rocky with the Harvey Perlman stuff towards the end. Like, there's basically been this kind of seeming nonstop dysfunction from Steve Peterson till now. And I, I think one of the, the things that is just so surprising, like I thought when Frost was hired and Moose was was hired and, and got Frost, like it kind of felt like, okay, Nebraska's going to get, everybody's going to get on the same page. Yeah. The fans, the administration, the coaches, everyone is, we're going to get out of the drama business. We're going to get out of the dysfunction business. 
But it's kind of slowly devolved into the same old story, unfortunately. And it just, I guess maybe it's all, everything's a bigger deal when you're not winning. Like, yeah, for sure. But it's just odd. Like, I think it's just odd that Nebraska's just kind of like seemingly stayed in this like drama world for a long time. I mean, let's let's just say, you know, Moose is going to be out. I don't know what's going to come of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, Steve Steve Peterson, you know, Sean Eichhorst. Magoosh, Magoosh. And it's like, that's a, it's a big string of sort of like. If, of like shaky, like, what's up with like these guys' hires? Stability and, in the athletic director. I mean, T.O., obviously, he right in the ship. And I think, you know, um he did a tremendous job, but then you know he he left on his own right terms. But um, yeah, I mean his sort of presence has been unique. That's it, so it's so stabilizing and so kind of. Um, but ex- he's just he was you know he's whatever he does he he he's excellent at. So it I just mean, kind of feels like outside of let me take so from when from when Steve Peterson was hired until today. That fiscal decade. The fiscal decade. The fiscal decade. So, Nick. <laughs> Nick, explain the fiscal the year. The fiscal decade begins each leap year <laughs> in the second March that you see. So, from Steve Peterson hired till today, outside of a few years between Tom Osborne and Bo Pelini, and I will give the first year and a half-ish of Frost and Moose, other than losing, it didn't feel like there was a whole bunch of drama going no. on. Like Mo- I don't- Moose hired the right people. Right. He hired Scott Frost, uh Fred Hoiberg. Fred Hoiberg. Will Bolt. And Will Bolt. Right. Like, that's three killer hires. So that's what's so weird about this is like ultimately there's this idea, and I don't know if I necessarily disagree with it. There's this idea for some people that they didn't think Moose was doing a good job or they didn't like Bill Moose or whatever. But like ultimately an athletic director's job, they have a million different things they got to juggle. But ultimately, if you hire the right coaches, everything kind of falls into place. Yeah. Right? The, yeah, there are hierarchy things and and uh, people that, you you know, things you got to set in place that matter day to day. I'm not yeah. saying that. But, like, ultimately, I'm not saying those things don't matter. But ultimately, every athletic director is judged on their hires. And I know hindsight's always twenty twenty, but, like, this dude has, I mean, obviously, Will Bolt's a home run hire. Yeah. I mean, uh, Fred Hoiberg, people were, I mean, me being a basketball guy, I was blown away. I remember when the first, you know, when Miles was on the hot seat, I'd get emails like, I think they should go after Fred Hoiberg. I'm like, oh, my God. You yeah. think Nebraska's going to get Fred freaking Hoiberg? Yeah. At the time, he's a head coach of the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. And then Scott Frost, you can say what you want now after the fact. Like, this dude was the coach of the year. Coach of the year. He could have gone to Florida. He could have gone to Florida State. He could have gone to Tennessee, I yep. think, was open at the yep. time. Like, this dude was... was. I remember Moose had the quote of, I got the pick of the litter. He did. Mm-hmm. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. And I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go onto Pella's website right now, you look at it. And how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors by Pella. Won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low E glass, which is a glass coating that 
has been optimized for your climate. They got triple pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. So I guess maybe we start with that with Moose. Like, if you are to, the way we conventionally judge an athletic director, like, his main sports, I'm not saying, like, you know, like, his, you he hired talk. a men's golf coach and, like, Nick, apparently you, I read that he hired a women a women and men's rifle coach. What do you think those interviews are like? What, you know rifles better than me. Like I would say this, like, the, the like... <laughs> Do they go like like like? Let's go to the local guns and ammo store. Like like. Do you know, sir? This? Working, ma'am, working the counter. Like, you ever taught shooting? You're like, have I? <laughs> <laughs> You're hired. Bill Moose strikes again. <laughs> uh, but that's what he did. He, okay, so he he. He's he hired on his ranch, and some guy like he hears like a shot in the distance. He's like, "I think I found my, I think I found my next coach." I think, I think, I think those two things came up. And on his ranch, he would hear in the distance. Oh, the that's sound a, his, sounds like a thousand foot shot. Bill, I'm Bill, you go. got to hire two rifle coaches. Like, well, on my ranch, there was a guy named Crazy Willie, and he never missed. <laughs> I've never seen a guy miss his target. He's your guy. But he is hired. Not only we know about the main headline guys, but he's hired men's tennis. Women's golf, bowling. Like bowling is like you go to Madsons and be like, <laughs> you go to Parkway Lanes and you go. The glow, glow bowl's going on. Some guys just racking strikes. He's like, I think we found our next coach. As eighties, as eighties uh, rock is going on at Madsons Glow Bowl. By the way, I'd do some Madsons Glow Bowl tonight. I, I could go for some. Well, I could go for some. No, I go over some Parkway Lanes, Fred oh. and Ruby's best. I mean, arguably the one of the best burgers you've ever had in your maybe life. Maybe that's where maybe Fred's coaching the point. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby's got the women's team. Fred. <laughs> Bill Moose hired. Maybe that's the issue. Is Bill, Bill Moose with the Parkway Lanes and ate a burger and hired the guy. That, oh my God! Fred and Ruby, I didn't know they were. Out. Oh, okay. Anybody I mean, we got from a, Lincoln. We'll get that. Joke, I am but, just uh, drenched in liquid at this point. We were too drunk to probably start this now, weren't we? Yeah. Look at us. Okay, so uh, what was I? What were we talking about? Bill Moose is hired. Oh, what? Well, no, he uh, he had done like. There are a lot of different ways you can judge how he's done. Like, he made good hires. And there were reports that a lot of the fundraising for that $155 million facility was the a lot of the strong, big lifting, heavy lifting was done by Matt Davison. Yeah. But nevertheless, like, they broke ground under Bill Moose's watch, right? Yeah. So, it's like, again, it's all funny how you want to, like, paint, like, you know, it's like, if you want to focus on certain things, you can paint a guy a certain way. If you want to focus on other things, you can paint him another way. Like if you'd said like hired Scott Frost, Fred Hoiberg, Will Bolt broke ground on a $155 million facility. Like you'd be like, that's not bad. Yeah. But then there's been some other things with him. Uh, 
where there was rumors early on in his tenure of some different things like he was on maybe some thin ice to the point where the athletic department had to issue a statement of like, Hey, we, Bill Moose is our athletic director. And then obviously this, like there's just that out of nowhere, he, he retires and you and I were talking and this is what I love about you. You are very, uh, you're not a gullible person, but you also are slow to think something is drama. Like, you're not quick to go to yeah. like the to the I'm drama slow, fest. I'm slow to jump to a conclusion. But that's not also that isn't to say you're a gullible person or no. someone that you know like you're not at all. You're probably the least gullible person I know. But I like I do think like this the sudden nature of this. Like Moose had told every media outlet that he was going to finish his contract, which is in he had 18 more months on it. He was on the Big Red Blitz tour last week. He had an inter- Adam Rittenberg of ESPN tweeted out that he had an he had an interview set up with Bill Moose today. And we're taping this on Friday, the day that that he retired, that got canceled late last night. Like, Nick, here, there's something about all this. You go, what? Here's what. Here's somebody's gonna have to explain to me. Uh, I think he had a million and a half bucks and some sort of like retirement bonus if you get to it. And like, uh, people don't leave money on the table like that. No, you know, if you got a hundred million dollars, yeah, maybe a million doesn't matter. But who's got a hundred million dollars? A million dollars matters. Right. A million and a half or whatever it is. Like, who's going to leave that on the table unless you know he's going to get it? Even with this retirement, right? They're going to give him a big chunk of it. Um, that to me is the only way that this thing probably happened is like he, he had to have gotten a majority of that money because who's leaving that money on the table if they don't have Well, to? this is from the Omaha World Herald. I'll just read from the story. It says, Moose said he'd been mulling over his eventual, not immediate retirement for months and wanted to address two portions of his contract with Chancellor Ronnie Green. They had conversations over the last month about his buyout clause, which didn't specify if Moose would owe money if he retired and whether a prorated portion of his $1.25 million deferred compensation due to him at the end of his contract in December 2022 would be paid in the event of his retirement. Moose said he was formed, quote, a week ago or so. He'd retired June 30th. He didn't disclose the financial terms of his departure, and Nebraska did not have it available. Moose said, quote, Apparently, this was the best time. I've got to leave it at that. And then press mm. repeatedly, pressed repeatedly by the World Herald, Moose typically forthcoming with the media still wouldn't budge. So, you know, like, you just wonder what, if there's nothing facetious or anything else going on, it's like, why so coy? Maybe it's all about the money. Maybe there's something else going on. But there's something about this that that you that I can't help but go, like, does this make sense? It's sudden. There's a lot of money. It's like it's a sudden move, and there was a lot of money on the table. Those two things, um, are I think, are why it's probably um, okay to raise a little suspicion, to go, that seems weird, right? right? Like, it's enough money where you go, like, you're trying to get out in a hurry? Well, he, I don't know. It seems odd to me. It, well, and if there isn't anything odd with it, to me, Bill Moose could have just... Maybe maybe if he would have gotten up and just said, listen, I'm 70 years old. This last year has taken a lot out of me, which it has for everybody, you know, with the pandemic yeah. and all that stuff. I wanted to see this thing through. Now that we're through that, I, I just... I want to, I want to get back to my ranch. I want to enjoy my life. I, you know, like 
the, the fact that that wasn't necessarily said. Now, he kind of said those things, but like when really pressed about like why now, when you give the line of like, well, apparently now is the best time, there's a little bit of like, is this really your decision? Yeah, reading, reading between those lines, I think I would have expected that statement. Maybe we'll give him a day and maybe he'll release something. But and like, that's the thing. By the time this pod is posted, there could be more information that we don't know about, right? Sure, sure. But you know what? We were... we're thinking about fiscal years here so we had we we go we want to know the details is what we're saying i just want to know what was going on the other thing with him that is just you know it's a part of it all like how we said if you however you want to paint something i always was fascinated with this with the real world and mtv it's like you know you can videotape puck or whoever for all day and you can isolate three or four things and that makes the episode you you can make someone out to be an awful dude or vice versa like same thing with a career uh tenure whatever like in this omaha world herald story another story was according to sources within the athletic department boo moose wasn't around the office very much Mm. um moose outside of football games did not have a reputation of attending sporting events he didn't attend the, the baseball NCAA tournament run where they lose to Arkansas, his suite at basketball games was notoriously empty often. Um, so there's also like, there, there also was Moose frequently went back to his ranch in Eastern Washington. Yeah. Uh, and so you look at that and go, because that's one thing, and granted, I, I'm, I've never understood, like, what is more, I'm not saying Bill Moose has to attend every Fred and Ruby men's and women's bowling and rifle event, but, like. See what, they are great bowling what, How do you not, like, you're an athletic director, probably doesn't understand, like, Nebraska's playing Michigan at home in basketball. Like, why are you not at that game? What else are you doing? Like, what, that's, like what else is more important than that? Your, your baseball team is in the NCAA tournament. You, you're not you're not going to all those games like I, unless he kind of knew he was out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, and so I think that's maybe could be part of it. Where people in the athletic department be like, man, this guy's never around. This guy is. Yeah. What I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it will probably knowing the you know we got some bloodhounds for reporters in this right. Oh in yeah. The state they're going to find out. It, I think if there is any smoke, they'll find the fire. I just don't know if there's smoke. Right. Because the other smoke that I think you and I. I don't know. I trust the the various reporters, whether it's a Sam McEwen, a Steve Sippel, a Parker Gabriel, whoever. Um, there's been a, there's been hinting at that this Oklahoma event where Nebraska was trying to get out of the game. Yeah. That that blindsided Moose. Moose had no knowledge of that, and yeah. apparently, according to people in the know, that since that ordeal in whatever month that was, was that in April? Maybe I think it was April. Yeah. It, everything's been kind of different and tense around the athletic department. I don't know what to make of that. There's a part of me that just has to, like we were saying before we turn on the mics, I have a really hard time believing that Bill Moose had no idea that this was happening. Uh, and maybe that's, if he didn't, maybe that's a window into being asleep at the wheel a little bit. I don't know. I, I mean, I have no idea on that. that. That's the first I heard of that. So, so I, I mean, there's a lot of different things rumors, stories, things you hear regarding everything that's going on within the athletic department. Um, I do think, like, how do you think this, everything goes back to football. Like, how do you, how does this play out for football? Like, do you, I mean, because, like, is this an indication of, like, 
you know, again, to play like the the looking at things from like a, a worst case scenario standpoint, like did Fr- like I wonder what Frost thought of Bill Moose. I have a hard time feeling like because usually, usually the guy that hired you, yeah, like we all knew, like what was when we knew the moment we knew Mike Riley was going to get fired was when Sean Eichhorst got fired. Yeah, I don't view this the same at all. Like, no. In no. fact, I could argue that the power, if we're looking at the totem pole, Scott Frost is more powerful than Bill Moose. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out like what. I think Bill Moose like kind of made it clear like he wasn't on a long term, he wasn't going to be here for like forever. Mm. So like it, for Moose, it's it's just unique. He was like kind of like always on his way out the door because he's an older guy and kind of right. made it clear like I'm eventually going to be out of here. Um, so yeah, I don't think that reflects anything on Scott Frost. I think it's just sort of uh, where Moose is at, maybe, or you know where the athletic department kind of is like you know feels about moose it's one or the other i don't know i'm not, until i i get out of moose's mouth that it's something different or somebody that knows his mouth um you know we are just kind of just swinging it swinging at the air right now but uh i, I think it's it's just a little odd yeah but because I, mean, I, you I, wonder I if like it, your, your I question would love to know who if in fact, let, let's just entertain different things for a second, as we'll be wildly, you know, irresponsible things. Like, let's entertain that this wasn't fully Moose's, like, like that quote of like, apparently now is the time. Apparently, if this wasn't Moose's, like, Moose didn't, this wasn't all Moose's decision. He was forced out a little bit or whatever the insinuation is. Who was doing the forcing and why? Who's ever above him? Who is? And so is that, I mean, we're talking about Ronnie Green. Are we talking about Scott Frost? Are we, like... And for, I think we need to be careful about talking about somebody being forced out if they're said retirement. Like, the, if you've been, re- if you are retiring, like it's hard to be like you were forced out if you were willing to say you reti- I mean, he wasn't fired. He wasn't forced out. Like right. he retired. Um, I think we should probably respect that until he, uh, until we hear something different, right? Because right. I mean, we're talking about like it's a guarantee or something. Like it, we don't know. Like we don't know. Right. And so. I don't know. It, this is a tough one because it just happened, and we're like and you, we're yeah, right and, on the cusp of it. Right? And you just yeah, and you just you know, it's something so confusing right away. You just like you want answers. I, I can't imagine we're going to get through the weekend without having answers. I would think so. Well, and I, I would think one of the things that that could be an indication of an answer to a certain extent could be whoever the next athletic director is. Like it, how fast that hire happens. Like. That's the only thing I was wondering about. Like, what now? What's the timeline of that? Like, is Nebraska going to have an AD in place next week? Is it going to be by August first? I'd have a hard time feeling like it's going to go into the football season. So you would think that this would move quickly because the other thing I was thinking about of like, as you put it, made a good point. Like the one thing that was always interesting about Moose is even when he signed on, it didn't ever feel like he was here for the long haul. No, which makes it. Makes it interesting for an interesting dynamic. Like when that's the case, and he kind of made it known. That's what, like, he was just going to fulfill his contract till December twenty twenty two, and then he was going to like probably ride off into the sunset. Yeah. And so, does did Nebraska find? Uh, did Nebraska does Nebraska have someone that they feel like they really want to take over for Bill Moose, and they need to act now? 
That could be. I, I guess I'm. I just. Uh, I don't know how that. Like, who's all of a sudden available, right? Like, that's always a an interesting concept. Like, especially yeah, with yeah, with the uh, fact like, that it's late. And June? It's, it's it's not like it's a head coach like oh that coach got it's like it's an athletic director like. right because that's what I just am fascinated with who's going to be next yeah because you've heard uh you know you read different you, you read today the list of candidates and some of them you're like well why him or why you hear, but you hear a lot of the Trev Alberts you've there was a sip wrote about this about a month ago but there's always the Matt Davison thing yeah that that he could be there uh there was there was some rumblings about jamie pollard who's the iowa state athletic director right now but like a part of me doesn't understand that move for jamie pollard like matt campbell their coach has it going they just hired uh tj altsaberger who's gonna be their basketball coach who he has a good relationship with like yeah. the jamie pollard thing doesn't make a lot of sense to me um ed stewart has been thrown out he's been working in the big 12 uh with the Big 12 Conference for the better part of a decade, yeah. and he's been in athletic administration. He's got a tie here. Yep. I'm just curious, and, and a part of me feels mm. like some of these answers might, or some of these questions we have might get answered based on who's hired. Well, and how fast they're hired. And how fast they're hired. That to, that to me is almost more than, more than anything, is like, if they're hired fast, that tells me that like, all right. All right, they had this guy on the hook, and they needed to move quickly with Moose, because maybe that's what I don't know. I mean, you, you try to figure it out. Like, did they go and say, "Hey, Bill, listen, you're gonna, you're, you've said time and time again, you're gonna be done in eighteen months." We respect that, but yeah. we have fill in the blank name who is interested in the position. We need to. Can we somehow make this work where you? are taken care of or whatever, and you feel good about stepping aside so we can move quickly on bringing this guy in. I don't know. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Runza. Everybody that knows my athletic background, you know, as a quarterback in high school. But you know, I believe in establishing the run game. And even more than that, I believe in establishing the Runza game. That's an original Runza cheeseburger, some onion rings, double dipped in a homemade batter, little bit of a pop to top it off. You know, in football, you establish a run. But at lunch, you establish the Runza. It's just that simple. So get out to Runza today and establish the Runza game or check out the delicious salads. you got the chicken bacon ranch salad, sweet berry chicken salad, and my personal favorite, the Southwest chicken salad. you got to get out to Runza, establish the Runza game, or get a salad. Either way, you are going to leave satisfied. Runza makes it all better. I, I don't know, but I think, like you said, I think there's a chance that we're going to with the timeline of how fast this thing moves and then who yeah. it is. Yeah. I yeah, will it, say this. Obviously, any athletic director is extremely important. But this next hire is extremely important because you are heading into the most chaotic period in the history of college athletics with name image likeness, all this stuff where you need someone at the top that's forward thinking that could navigate all this stuff because this is uncharted territory here. Oh yeah. This is not like this is this isn't business as usual now. No. So, I mean, I was thinking about this basically, I was thinking about this on a bike ride today. Basically, the next athletic director in some ways needs to be 
able to kind of handle like he's running a professional sports franchise where you're dealing with like various people on your football team making money and how you're making all that work. Yeah, you have to manage that relationship, that player that is that, you know, is is got the, the name image likeness profile that is making money and you got to really monitor that closely. You know, there's a, there's going to be a lot to that that is going to be new and you're going to have to be pretty diligent about probably. Do you, to back up for a second, but this is along those lines. I mean, the reality is, you know, because we've all tried to figure out Obviously, we all know this thing hasn't gone well for the first three years, right? Or been disappointing from whatever we expected it to be. And there's a lot of people talk about, hey, this year's really important. But when people say those things, I don't know really what they're insinuating. I don't. Th- I don't think anybody necessarily thinks like if this year is a disaster and Nebraska goes misses a bowl game again and goes four and eight or whatever, like that Frost is going to get fired. But. I- whenever, whenever the the guy that hired you is no longer there. Like, it does make for an interesting predicament. Like, I think I heard someone on the radio talking about this. Like, is this an indication that if next season doesn't go well, they need to bring in someone else just in case they need to move on from Frost? A part of me bristles up at that and goes, no way. I I don't think that for a second, actually. I, I, I think the Bill Moose thing is either Bill Moose wanting to go or people being like, Bill, it's time we we move on. Like, to me, it is, is nothing to do with Scott Frost in the our football program. I do, I really don't think that. Right. Like it do, that doesn't make sense to me intuitively. So right. Um, but I do think the next hire, like let's say it's Matt Davison. You know, Frost ain't getting fired. No. You know, even if it's Trev, which I don't think it will be Trev, but mm-hmm. even if it's Trev, like. I don't. I, I think like, but if it's Jamie Pollard, if it's someone completely from the outside that has no prior relationship, anything towards Scott. Again, I don't think anything could happen this year, barring a catastrophic like two and ten season, which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah. Anything's going to happen to Scott Frost. But naturally, your you know the 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 gatekeeper to your university and athletic department is the football program. And when the athletic director is fired, you try to figure out or not fired. Sorry. When the athletic director is moving on, retiring, yeah. whatever, like you've tried and figure out how this is going to impact the football program in the short term. And I'm not, I'm not totally sure. I just, I, I think all those things again, like I think the theme is here as we talk this out, like the timeline of, of the next hire and mm-hmm. who it is, is going to tell us a lot about all this shit. Yeah. And I, I don't know that there is a, there's even whoever they hire that's not Matt Davidson. It's like I don't even know what that. I think there's still like when it comes to football and Scott Frost. Like I, I just think everybody is like even as is a collective state. We're all like, look, he's the guy. He's the guy, and we're giving him the time because we've done this before. And I agree. Moving too fast is a bad idea. Like time. And consistency and stability is what we need. Right. And more change is just a nightmare. Totally. And that's where even Bill Moose moving on is like, that's change. 
we don't like change right now. Right. Right. Well, so, that's, that's the thing. As I said at the top, it's just like it's so frustrating to to wake up today and get this news where it's just like, man, you just you you're yearning for the days, and maybe winning will create this for just when like everything's good. Yeah. You know, like the football team's winning, the fan base is feeling good, the athletic department's solid. There's no rumors and drama and line in the sand do you believe in the coach do you not do you like bill moose do you not like him like i just it, it, we so, need to win seven or eight games to get back to where that's not because that's what i wonder like yeah. is it in is it a i talk about how for the better part of 20 years it's just been drama and dysfunction well is it a chicken and the egg thing does just losing on the field create the drama and dysfunction or does the drama and dysfunction create the losing on the field um, because I don't know if I don't know how it was for you. Like I do think we tend to overdo. Like you know who doesn't give a shit who the next athletic director is? It's like Samari Torre and Austin Allen and Thomas Fedoni. Like no, you don't really don't. not say you don't have a relationship with them, but sometimes I think we project like those guys really care. Do you know how many times I talked to Steve Peterson when I was right. like zero? Right. Like you know truly That's zero. Lou Perkins at Kansas. I talked to that guy zero times. Other, other than, and I didn't, I didn't get it right away. Other than, I checked in to the end of either the Colorado game or the TCU game. I get it was a TCU game. We're playing TCU at home. I get in and I score six points, like in, like forty, like two possessions. Yeah. I get a kick. Bang a three. Next possession, drive in there, take a hit, get it off the glass, and one. Make the free throw, score six points. And as I'm walking off the floor, Lou Perkins shakes my hand. The athletic director. I've never talked to Lou. Yeah. <laughs> he goes. He goes. You just made a lot of people pretty happy. And I was like, I didn't know. I thought like, oh, the fans were cheering. Yeah. I covered the spread for Kansas. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at the time. Maybe Lou was a Maybe compulsive Lou, gambler. I think he was. He's and he never had, been more happy from, like, he grabbed me. <laughs> he was like, you just made yes. a lot of people very happy. You made a lot of people very I mean, happy. Little white boy comes off the bench and just drops six in, like, a heartbeat. That's what you want. But Cover we want, we spread. covered, you know. But I guess, what? To, like, I never, I talked to Bruce Rasmussen frequently just because, the Creighton's it when you don't have a football team. Yeah, the dynamics of an athletic department and the campus and all that stuff is different. Um, and Rass is a former basketball coach. He was a women's basketball. Basketball is way Basketball's more personal. Totally There's only yeah. 10, 12 guys. Whatever. So, so I don't think any of the players really care. Now yeah, yeah. I had Kenny Bell on my pod last week, and Kenny Bell said that the whole we knew because I asked him the question of. What was it like to – did you know Bo – could you feel the heat around Bo and the drama around Bo? Yeah. And his answer was interesting. He said, we knew he was in trouble when Sean Eichhorst was hired. Yeah. So it's like – but that's a different kind of a thing. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody's coming in here like Bill Moose was to fire Mike Riley. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Frost is fine. Yeah, nobody. I, I don't term. think anybody's thinking about that. That's not. That's not the point. But yeah, we're. I think we'll. It'll be telling this weekend. I think this thing will. How it, fast do you think this thing will move? Information will be out by the end of the weekend. It just. That's how it works. Like, the, a day will go by and people will be pulling their hair out the back. What is going on? Like, tell us. The, give us the answer, and then they'll give an answer. 
Information moves so much faster right. than it used to. Nobody's waiting a week or two. Nick, well, and especially, yeah, especially depending on what is at the root of this story. If there's any like, because the one thing you want to do PR one on one is get ahead of the story. Yeah. So, so let's say there are some other things going on, and it starts to leak. Well, then the athletic department needs to move quickly with a bunch of different things, right? Yeah. So I do think. I mean, there's a chance by the time we post this podcast, like. Everything we're saying now is dated and stupid. We'll like we'll post this podcast and like, <laughs> like you guys were, we're like the Atlanta uh, Falcons podcast. Like when they were up twenty eight to three, it's like we have won the Super Bowl. So what are we gonna do on the Super Bowl parade? <laughs> okay, uh, is this need to be its own pod? Do we need to? Do we need to? Because we have, do we need to do this as our, our own pod and then do something separate? I think we should. Well, here's the question: as we might keep this in. Your wife just texted us. Do you want pizza? Do we need pizza brought down to us? Yes, we eat, do. Nick. And then do a part two wine pod? Part two wine pod. Yes. Anything else you want to get off your, your chest about Bill Moose, about this situation? It's more about Madsen's Global and Fred and Ruby's. Um, I just have, my My mind's on bowling. I don't know if it's... Do I want Fred to be my bowling coach? Maybe I do want Fred to be my bowling maybe. coach. That's maybe. That's a big maybe. I mean, <laughs> if people turn on this podcast to get like inside scoops, they were unbelievably disappointed. Basically, we made up a couple stories. We talked about a fiscal <laughs> year and what the hell is it for the majority of this time. We just, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't feel comfortable. Like, you know, I went there a little bit with some of the stuff that could be. It's just like, I don't know. It's not, I don't. I don't love when we speculate too much, especially because like what's weird is we do these and the news cycle so fast that like it might be just. Completely dated. Completely dated and and proved wrong by the time it's out. People are like, well, what what are these guys doing? So that's the issue with, uh, you know, kind of speculating i guess is right. like we might be by the time people listen to this it might be already like proven wrong my so. man bill moose well here's the bill moose cheers to cheers? bill moose cheers it was a good run good hires <sighs> enjoy the ranch he's a rancher he's a rancher you can go get his ranch game right what now. was the joke that we jenga he created the it was jenga 30 something the this jenga 41 jenga 41, jenga 41 was he his... created the schedule <laughs> on the ranch it was his idea it was a ranch, a ranch driven idea. idea. God, he's going to be full of great ideas now. Bless that man. Bless Bill Moose. Let's hope nothing crazy's happening here. Okay, Enjoy let's get some. Let's let's keep drinking some wine. We'll get some pizza. We'll knock out part two. Sounds okay. good. All right. My thanks to Pella. If you're thinking about a new window or a new door, now is the time. Check them out online on the web at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And uh, my thanks to my good friends at Runza. Best fries on the planet. Great burgers. Cheese Runza. Delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better. A Media Production.